1: Welcome one and all. Well, one at least to another Arsblog Arscast in association with classicfootballshirts.co.uk. Uh, another week, a better week for the Arsenal, and we'll look at that in more detail as the show goes on. But coming up, we've got a blog chat with Good Player from GoodPlayer.com. We've also got a uh, bet of the week, as usual. Arsene Wenger-Hawkins will be here, as usual. Uh, we'll also have your questions and comments, some other stuff as well, and an exclusive interview with Emmanuel Adebayor. So that's something to look forward to. So it's been a much better week football-wise uh, for Arsenal, after the, uh, the defeat at Bolton and the misery of the midweek game against Fulham a uh, North london Derby was just what we needed the first one at Ashburton Grove obviously there's a fear that uh, you know they might be the first team to ever win there but uh, it wasn't to be Uh, we were definitely on top most of the game Uh, Adibayor scored a good goal Gilberto who I have to say doesn't exactly fill me with confidence when he steps up to the penalty spot, scored two absolutely perfect penalties. I don't think there's a keeper in the world that would have saved either of those. And uh, it was just nice to see some fight and commitment back in the team. Um, even though football-wise we didn't create a huge amount, I think we thoroughly deserved the win. Uh, we played Porto on Wednesday, a seriously, seriously dull game. Uh, I suppose we were a little bit fortunate, and I'll talk about this uh, uh, in a little bit with a uh, good player, uh, a little bit fortunate given they hit the post twice, but you know, the last 15 minutes was just knocking it around, uh, training less than training session sort of stuff. So nice to get uh, back on track a little bit. So of course on Sunday, we travel to Stamford Bridge to play Chelsea, and we all hate Chelsea, and of course, we'll come up against our old friend, that little cunt. Exactly. Uh, it'll be interesting to see who Arsene Wenger plays on the right-hand side because uh, that little cunt is, is in good form at the moment. Um, the difficulty, I suppose, we have is whether to play Walcott, who's got plenty of pace and could get behind that little cunt, or if we play Kleb, uh, you know, he offers more protection to Abue, who's struggling a little bit. And let's face it, we've all seen it when he played for us. That little cunt like to get forward. Um, so hopefully uh, we can do the business on Sunday. We've done well in the big game so far. Uh, the fans obviously will have something to say to that little cunt. And I'm sure that little cunt will have something to say to the fans as well. Um, who knows how it's going to go. It's a big game. I think we can win. I think we can win. Although the last time I said that we lost. So no, we're definitely going to lose. We're going to lose 18-0. Or no, maybe I'm, maybe I'm sort of reverse psychologizing myself Uh, If I say we're going to win, then we'll lose. So if I say we're going to lose, but what if I'm tempting fate by saying we're going to lose? It's very difficult to know what to say sometimes. Anyway, fingers crossed for an Arsenal victory and a very, very sad evening for that little cunt. And thanks again to Donald for the soundbite there. Absolutely classic. I love that. Okay, time to move on and it's uh, this week's blog chat. Uh, this time it's with GoodPlayer from goodplayer.com and we spoke on Thursday morning about the Porto game, about the Spurs game, about what happened between Arsene Wenger and Thierry Henry and we look ahead to the Chelsea game coming up this weekend. So without further ado, here's this week's blog chat. <laughs> Okay, uh, now this week on the blog chat, we welcome back, good player, welcome back to the Arsecast. Hi, how are you doing? Very well. Um, okay, let's uh, touch briefly, uh, because there isn't a huge amount to say on the the Porto game on Wednesday night. Um, horrible to watch, sort of tediously nerve-wracking was the phrase I used, because uh, you just thought that if one goal had gone in, uh, it, it might have made things a bit different, and they hit the post a couple of times. But other than that, it doesn't warrant a huge amount of discussion, does it?
0: Not really. I mean... I- Arsenal's not very good. As the commentator said on TV, we're not very good at doing, at grinding out results. And if you looked at last night's team, it, it had plenty of midfielders in it, and it meant that we had a lot of play in midfield, but we didn't really know what to do after them. With very few attacking outlets. We had had a bail you couldn't see uh, Flamini or Wimberg or Fred really running on to um, anything else and outpacing it. So uh, so I, I think we're a bit a, a little fortunate in the end. If we'd gone 1-0 down, I think we would have been in trouble, you know, yeah, I think we deserve to go. Okay.
1: It. any Any preference for the next round?
0: No, because uh, I think it's it's this team. is just all down to how they play on the night. You know, um, if they play well, they can beat anyone. If they can, if they play badly, they can lose to anyone.
1: Okay, that that's a good point because uh, you know against Spurs, we didn't play brilliantly, but we played a lot better than them and and thoroughly deserved the win. Even though the the three goals, I, I suppose you could well, talk co- about them being. Uh, uh, fortunate in a way, but uh, it was a good way to 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 get rid of the the bad feeling, and there was quite an amount of bad feeling generated by the the previous two games against Bolton and against Fulham.
0: I think you're quite right. I mean, for me, the, the most important thing against against Spurs was that we worked really hard. You know, the the effort the level, the levels are so much up on Bolton and Fulham, and, and that's what made the difference. Because if you if you work hard, you are putting The Tottenham players under pressure. It would be the same for Bolton and Fulham players. They're not nearly as technically gifted as ours are. You put them under pressure, they start to panic, they start to hit long balls, they start to do stupid things. If you don't close them down, that's when they've got time to do things. You only need to look at Anelka's first goal at Bolton, and you saw how much time Kevin Davis had, you saw how much time Anelka had. We didn't allow them that space on Saturday, Tottenham. And that, for me, was what what made the major difference. I mean, forget Fulham football, forget dodgy decisions. They helped. But it was just we were far more committed and we were far more into it.
1: Okay, I think the question is, you know, if if we're capable of that kind of effort, and I think fans will forgive, uh, will forgive, uh, will forgive a team if they know that, uh, you know, they've they put everything into into a game in terms of effort, in terms of commitment, um, even if they play terribly uh, and they've given all they've got. You know, it, it's really hard to criticise. What is difficult is when you see them play the way they play against uh, Tottenham. Uh, mm. And and the, the 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 obvious difference between that game and the Fulham game, the Fulham game in particular, not so much the Bolton game, but the Fulham game in particular was was uh, was terrible. And and um, you have to ask questions why that sort of commitment isn't there week in week out. Well, it, quite.
0: I mean, it's, it, it is absolutely ridiculous. that I think we could play we could play badly for ninety minutes but if our if our commitment was there. I think we'd beat most teams. You know, and I think you see Chelsea do that sometimes. And it's just. It's a psychological thing. We're well capable. That people say we're not capable. Of, you know, we don't have the steel. That that's just utterly untrue. We're well capable, of it, but we're not. We're not doing it on a consistent basis, and it's it's really infuriating. Because it's, unlike last season, the talent is there, in my opinion. You know, there's not a hell of a lot wrong with the squad. You could you know tinker in one or two places, but we have the players. They're just not playing well enough. They're just not. They're not committed enough, game in game out, and that that's the problem. I think.
1: Okay, where does that have to come from, though? I mean, uh, you know, people will talk about the, the the captain, and you know, he's not a good leader, et cetera, et cetera. But you know, to to instill that sort of uh, to instill that sort of commitment and and fight into into a team has got to be the job of the manager. Would you go along with what Amy Lawrence said last week that probably the best signing uh, we could make is is to bring in somebody on the coaching side of things?
0: I think yes. I think I think she she made a very valid point, and I think. I think you just have to imagine if if someone like Keane was around there more regularly, um, or or Adams, obviously he's not going to be around, or Bold, yeah. And if they actually felt confident enough to say what they really thought, because there's always a risk, I suppose, that that being, you know, when you're when you're paid by us and you don't want to go out and tell tell his players anything radically different from what he'd tell them, but you, you just get the feeling that if Keane was out there on the training pitch, he just literally just just teach. To, it'd be so easy because some of the mistakes they're making are so obvious. It's so obvious. They're not complicated. It's not complicated stuff. They're just. It's just about not getting stuck in. It's not. It's just about a mindset. And I just. I. I, I do think that that could help. That It's not Arsenal's great strength defending. You know, he always. If you look at his defenders, I don't think it's any coincidence that almost every defender he's got started off life as, as a striker or or an attacker. You know, even even Sol Campbell, who's probably the most obvious defender, of defenders actually started off at Tottenham. As a striker, and certainly Torre was in midfielder. a was in midfielder. Ashley Cole was a left winger. Lauren was a midfielder. Borito played a lot of time in midfield. Joru I think they were saying you know, started off further up the field. So we, re- I think, we really could do with someone to teach that. I think, I think Cesc, to be fair, has has a grasp of that. And you've seen, I think, in the last uh, against Tottenham, and I thought last night as well, he is putting himself more about a bit more, but. Gilberto, the annoyed way, Gilberto is, You know, he's a very good player. But again, he's not. He's not really one for for flying into things, particularly.
2: Yeah. I, just,
0: I think we could do. I think freshening it up is is no is no bad thing you know, in 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 anything, basically, and, yeah. and that hasn't happened on the coaching side.
1: Yeah, that's true. I mean, I I sort of long for the days when you'd read about Arsenal's red card shame and you know the number of red cards <laughs> we had under Wenger. Uh, you know, I, I sort of missed that a bit when we were quite happy to, to get stuck into teams. But that's something that'll that'll come, I'm sure. Henry versus Wenger well Henry versus Wenger, the whole situation that happened this week. Um obviously something went down. Um do you think, you know, whatever it is, that they they they've both handled it very well? Because, uh, you know, uh, Wenger was, was obviously a bit upset on, on uh, Saturday after the game against Spurs, but it seemed to calm down, released a statement during the week saying, you know, Henri is my captain, we have a good relationship. Henri, for whatever happened, if he was given a dressing down by the manager, you know, he very publicly supported the team and his teammates, uh, you know, uh, during the game against Spurs. Do you think they've handled it well? Well, I think as well
0: as could be expected, really, because these things do have the potential to drag on. I think there's a there's no doubt that on Saturday, Honory was doing a little bit of backtracking. Certainly, the the kind of PR offence of him giving all these interviews was was not as as I think. It was Phil Thompson on Sky Sports absurdly suggested that he thought that Honory had been sent out um, and told to do them by by Arsenal, which was just not clearly not true. I think I think Wenger. Um, I think. Basically, the club didn't do anything. I don't think the club made, from what I understand, the club didn't make any effort to, to come out and rebut the stories, you know, sending out any press releases or anything. It was all contacting journalists. It was entirely on the usual work doing that. Ravengue um, clearly was a bit peeved in, in some way or another on, on Saturday. I think it's hard to know exactly what. And, you know, with Venge, you're always kind of, I think, all the pundits and journalists are going drawing drawing an conclusions in conclusions as, as we do, but conclusions not... Not necessarily based on fact, but he certainly, he certainly wasn't. It wasn't a united front and side between Honoré and Wenger. I think it's telling that, for example, Wenger and Honoré didn't stand together in front of the camera. I think they still it out now. I think, you know, you forget, people forget that their relationship goes back a very, very long way to when Honoré was 17. And that was one of the reasons why Honoré decided to stay at Arsenal, because he does have, he's better off than Wenger. Um, so it would be surprising if something like that had caused, would cause long term ructions and you know in in, in the long term it, it might not be too good if, if Only ego has been has been checked slightly. I think he's got, um, you know, there is occasionally a, a bit of a problem with his frustration, you know the frustration he shows to other players, at the same time I think he's got many attributes that are very useful for captain that go that go unseen and, and you know it's clear enough he probably shouldn't shrug as much as he does on the pitch, but you know Tony Adams was an alcoholic for six, 7 years on the pitch. Uh, Alan Sherry's, uh teammates, you know, chief molestia, to that. So, you know, I don't think Alan really, is by any means the worst captain in the world. and uh, Certainly, very few of us seem to be complaining last season in the Champions League when I thought he, he did inspire the team. You know, he really did inspire the team away away from Real Madrid and against Juventus, etc. So, hopefully, hopefully, no lasting damage has
1: been done. Yeah, exactly. There's, sometimes there's no harm. Just have a little bit of a little bit of ructions, as you say, just to. Uh, put things back on an even keel okay on Sunday uh, probably the biggest test of the season so far uh, we have uh, Chelsea at Stamford Bridge Um, we've been good in big games this season Um, so it would be it would be wrong not to feel a a little bit confident going into this Um, how do you think we'll play do you think we'll we'll play with two strikers or we'll go with 4-5-1
0: I think the temptation for us and Wenger will be to go 4-5-1 because if you look at when Chelsea went to Bolton last week, they played Makaleli, Barak, Lampard and Essiena across the midfield with no wingers, and then Shevchenko and Topper up front. And I think Wenger will be very, very wary of being completely out-muscled in midfield. And the temptation will be to flood the midfield with midfielders, with midfield, just if you like, um, in order to match Chelsea there. I think... I think that could be a dangerous policy because I think we have to accept that in that part of the field, Chelsea has greater quality than we do. Sure, Cesc is very good, Gilberto is good, but I think simply trying to make up the numbers with, with the likes of Flaminate and Nuremberg, etc. Is, is not the best idea that I've ever heard. I I would like to see Van Persie and Bale play on the simple principle that um, we need Bale to play to hold the ball up and, and, because Van Persie is not very good as a lone striker. And Van Persie needs to play because he's one of our best players. Yeah, and it's and it's a little absurd having one of your best players sitting on the bench. And I think he is one of our best players. He can he can get us a goal, you know, with a long range shot. And we're not we might well not have that much attacking at Chelsea. So I think what Wenger needs to do is to find a balance. I think he struggled. He struggled last night. He had too many. He had too many players who weren't going to help out with attacking. At West Ham, he had he had too many. Players. I think he had Fleg Rizicki. Uh, Van Persie and on real playing and that's too many attackers away from home. Um, I think what you need to have is it's probably Gilberto Fabregas and then one other kind of holding the field. So, you know, in the likes of somebody or in Junberg and then have then have uh you know, something like Cleb, an attacker, either Van Persie, maybe Walcott and Adabe the other big issue for Sunday is the defence obviously. Um yeah. I'm Philip Sendos is a player I like, but I think at the moment Johan Joru is slightly ahead of him. Um, and Joru is a big injury doubt as we speak this morning and, on Thursday morning. Um, and with Gallus unlikely to play, it means we're looking at we're looking at Sendos definitely playing and being a senior partner there. Now Philip Sendos, he's troubled by Didier Drogba. We've seen it in the past and that's a bit of a fear, that's a bit of a worry. Um I'm no ideally worried. ideally it'd be Joru and Gallus.
1: Well, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Um, Gallus is rated at 20% this morning. We don't know the extent of Juru's hamstring strain. It-
2: There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss.
0: Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com
1: could be a case that we have we have sender and hoyt in the middle of defense against um against chelsea which wouldn't be ideal obviously but uh you know to be honest i i agree Senderos had his problems against uh against drugba last season but at the same time he's only just come back into the side with no pre-season he's a little bit rusty um I think he, he'll step it up. If he has to play against uh, Chelsea, he'll, he'll do well, I think. And people are, are very quick in the same way that they are with, with every other player. They're very sort of quick to write him off when you know, they forget that he was part of that defence that, that went you know, for so long in the, in the Champions League without, without conceding last year. Uh, speaking of defence, and in their defence, um, we'll be up against uh, our old friend uh, Cuntley for the first time. Um, obviously, he's going to get some stick from, from the Arsenal fans. Yeah, I'm.
0: I'm a little worried about this. Just, um, I think the I think the 20 pound notes things are, are hilarious and really really funny. But I can just see, I just have a fear that this is is going to turn into a race to the bottom, basically, um, with with some of the chanting. Just because I think the chants are, are fair enough, not not massively my cup of tea, but that's fair enough. But you know, fair enough if other people want to chant them. The problem being, I think, is that I don't know if you've heard at the Chelsea game on a. Tuesday night, they, they seem to be they seem to be warming their vocal cords for a rendition of the older, delightful Arsene Wenger song that United fans so love at Old Trafford. Right. Um, and so you're going to have on the sidelines, on the you know it's going to be four o'clock on a Sunday, everyone's going to be in the pub. All day. You're going to have you're going to have five thousand people screaming "Arsenal's a fucking arsehole, and you know about his mobile phone, thirty thousand people screaming "Arsene Wenger's a pedophile" and you know, I don't know. I don't know about you but it just it just it's gonna be like when you've got when you've got kind of a, you know, two sides in the fight and they're they they drag each other down and it's equally bad. But but you know, I think Cole will deserve to get stick. Um he'll be a danger as well. You know, we'll need if Slag is on the right hand side, Cleveland will need to do a lot of work as well to help a Abue. A Abué's been slightly shambolic recently. We need to get our fullback forward as well. If if we can get a buoy forward, if we can get a forward, that will that will stop them from i will stop the likes of Cole from bombing on, on, on. And it, if you think about it, with their, with their quite narrow midfield, Chelsea, Cole is is quite an important attacking outlet for them. So, no, I'm looking forward to giving him stick. Don't get me wrong. And I, I would if I were there. I just, uh I can just see it all becoming slightly <laughs> well, We must yeah. watch our distance as well.
1: Uh, yeah, I think I think this could be uh, could be a very tasty game. I'm looking forward to it. I have to say. Okay, well, look, uh, we better leave it there for this week. Um, Thank you very much for taking the time again. Thank you very much to GoodPlayer from GoodPlayer.com, and we'll have another blog chat next week. As usual, I'm trying to keep away all the famous people and celebrities and ex Arsenal players that want to appear on the show, honestly. I promise you, it's hectic, really hectic. Now, the Porto versus Arsenal game midweek, very, very dull, but it was an inspiration uh, this week for Arsene Wenger-Hawkins. This week I
2: decided I need to do something new with my life. Despite being a quite brilliant whatever it is I am, and a star on the world famous arse casts I feel like my life is missing something. You might think it's the ability to scratch my own arse and to move around without having to blow into a straw but you'd be wrong. It's something more than that. I need something to challenge me. Something new. Something exciting. So, I thought about it, and I realized that if a tedious dickwad like Alan Perry can commentate on football games, and why does he always get the Arsenal games, then so can I. I thought the Porto v Arsenal game would be a good place to start, and I decided to make a demo of my commentary skills so I could send it to Sky or the BBC or even ITV. Actually, fuck ITV. I wouldn't work for those horse fisting cunt bags. Unfortunately, as I'm not the most brightly person you will ever meet, it took me nearly 80 minutes to get the equipment set up. Still, I got the last 10 minutes of a game so here's a sample of my commentary. Turei. Jaru. Turei. Jaru. Turei. Jaru. Turei. Jaru. Turei. Jaru. Eppuwe. Turei. Jaru. 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 Ture, Jaru. Seska, Turei. Jaru. Turei. Jaru. Turei. Jaru. Turei. Jaru. Turei. Jaru. 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 Jilbrito. Some people are on the pitch. They think it's all over. Oh good sweet Jesus I wish it was. I wish this shit was all over. There you go. I am having it mixed by Bob Clear Mountain and sent off as soon as possible. I'm confident that within months I will be the main commentator for Premiership Football. And when I am, I will Andy Gray right to a deserted car park and smash his fucking face in the cunt. Oh yes.
1: More from him next week and just a small little bit, a little bit later on in the show. Now, uh, after his man-of-the-match performance against Spurs on Saturday, a number of people's opinions on Emmanuel Adebayor have, have changed, and he's a fantastic guy to, to listen to in his, in his uh, post-match interviews. He talks a, a million to a dozen. Um, so I'm very happy to welcome Emmanuel Adebayor to the Arsecast. Emmanuel, what a great goal you scored against Tottenham during the week. You must have been very happy. Yeah, of course, I was very happy uh, because it's a very important goal to score against a team like Tottenham and because we have a very big game and it's important for our fans and for me to play well and to score the goal. And, of course, I got advice before from Thierry. He's like, my brother, everybody is like, my brother, everybody is family. So after I score the goal, I smile and run to him and give a big hug. And then, of course, you know, it's like everybody's my brother, so I hope them too. And uh, for me, I'm very happy, very happy to score the goal. Yes, yes. Obviously, Thierry's going to be out for a little while. Do you think you can take up the slack and score the goals we need? Yeah, of course, because it's very important to score goal, and striker is important for me to score goal, you know, and uh, I'm happy to be here now. So everybody's like family, and uh, for me, it's important to score goal, I can score goal, and help the team. Uh, I like to help the team. Uh, even know Thierry's my brother, I'm sad to see him out, but of course, uh, when I play, I like to play to win, I like to play, and of course, to play is to score and to score, and striker and striker is like family, and everybody's brought to me, and everybody's like a farmer, so you know, yes, yes, I can do that. Okay, finally, uh, can you give us a bar of your, your favourite ever song? But if you leave me now, it took away the baby's part of me. Oh, baby, please don't go. The voice of an angel, Emmanuel Adibajor, thank you very much. And you know, you know, dear listener, that the Arscast is the place to get exclusive interviews with all your football favourites and, and stars and hot shots and, and, and things like that. Uh, if you look in the iTunes Music Store at the moment, you will see that the Ars Blog Arscast is far more popular than the official podcast from Arsenal.com. So thank you all for that. It's uh, very much appreciated all your contributions and all your downloads and all the feedback and suggestions that you make. And I'm sorry I can't get through uh, as many of them as I would like, but, you know, time is money and I don't have any money, therefore I don't have any time. Uh, Just a quick word now for Vital Football, who have been publishing headlines on news now. For example, Arsene Wenger podcast. And what they've done is, with some other site called footballaudio.com, I think it is, they've recorded the, the post-match uh, interviews off the telly, and then they're publishing these headlines on News Now, which are designed to attract hits, which means people will click on their Google Ads and all that sort of stuff. Um, and they're not podcasts at all. This is a podcast. It's about a half an hour long, it's produced once a week, it's got uh, interviews, it's got different things, it's got original content, and it takes no small amount of skill to put it together. Well, it, a very small amount of skill to put it together. Um, but you guys, publishing those headlines saying, podcast for this, I object, you're fucking conning the people, you bastards, uh, so stop doing it, or, or face the consequences, so help me, I'll set Arsene Wenger-Hawkins on you. Uh, it's tr- I will. And you do not want that wheelie fucker after you, let me tell you. He is relentless. He will not stop until the last drop of blood is drained from your body, your, your ashes scattered to the four corners of the globe. And then he'll come after your family and your neighbors and your pets and your old teachers and anybody you ever met. In the end, because of the six degrees of separation thing, Arson Wenger Hawkins will wipe out the entire human race and it'll be all your fault because you said podcasts that weren't fucking podcasts. So get with it jesus okay so now it's time for your questions that you sent in via the state-of-the-art ars blog arscast cast uh, voice recording yoke uh, that you can find uh, by clicking on the arscast cast link on the right hand side of the home page and you'll find all the instructions there so if you do want to leave a comment or a question feel free uh, first one this week comes from daryl
2: uh, hi to Ars blogger um my name's daryl come from Savanton. been a gooner since uh, we won the double 70 71 season. Uh, My question is With all the Arsenal blogs and forums uh, around at the moment, do you think any of what gets said and what goes on ever gets down to the players? Uh,
1: And that's it. Cheers for that, Daryl. Good question. Um, I know for a fact that at least one of the first team squad is a regular reader of Ars Blog. Maybe one or two more as well. Uh, and I'm sure because these guys are, are young guys, they're well paid, they've got state of the art uh, computer thing systems at home, uh, they've got to be fairly net savvy. Uh, so you'd imagine that uh, some of them will read around. Uh, the the websites and the blogs and and find out what's being said. Um, Thierry Henry is uh, notoriously media savvy, and I, I expect he reads around some of the sites as well. Uh, he's been known to call up journalists when a newspaper story that's not to his liking appears uh, in the newspaper. So he's probably had a busy week this week. And if you can bear it, uh, take a look around MySpace.com. Now I hate that site. It's a uh, Note of old donkey cock as far as I'm concerned. But a lot of the, uh, not just our players, but a lot of young players have a a profile on there. Jermaine Penance, if you can find it, is particularly hilarious. So, uh, given the fact these are young guys, they've got plenty of money, plenty of free time, I think it would be uh, fair to assume that they have a good read of what goes on. And I'm also reliably informed that Arsene Wenger keeps a copy of my blog on a shelf in his office. True, true. Now, next question comes from Tyler.
0: Uh, hello, Mr. Blogger. Um, I've got a random question for you. Uh, I've been reading arse Blog for a while and I noticed that uh, this guy, Tom, is always filling in your shoes when you've gone to watch the Ars or uh, you've done a Sol Campbell and gone missing in action for a few days. So I was wondering how Tom got to be the assistant manager and why he's the best man for the job.
1: A very good question, and uh, I like the way you assume Tom is is actually the best man for the job. Uh, Really, he got the job because um, basically he sucks cock better than anybody I've ever met in my life. I'm joking, of course. I've met much better than him. No, uh, when the site first started, uh, my uh, technical abilities, uh, even uh, compared to now, were, were very, very limited. So whenever there were problems, uh, Tom was on hand to offer his technical wizardry and his support and, and, uh, and he could sort things out. Now, I think he's probably regretted that a uh, number of times since then because uh, I've lost count of the, the number of occasions I've had to send him a message or an email going, um, Tom, uh, broke everything again. Uh, and he always fixes it in, in record time. Um, even during his honeymoon, he was on hand to offer advice about uh, how I could unfix or unbreak the arses. And speaking of the arses, many years ago when, when Arseblog was all fields, we had a comment system called Yaks. And there was a, a time when they had some big, big problems with their servers and, and Arseblog was arsesless. less if that 's a correct word, it was Arsisless for the best part of a week, uh, and there was no sign of it coming back. so Tom saved the day by uh, writing and coding the arses that you see on the bottom of every arse blog entry there, the comment system and uh, that 's entirely down to him it 's also completely spam free, which uh, anyone else who has a blog and, and uses the built in comments to WordPress or to blogger or movable type or what have you will will know fine well that. Some of the sites, and a big site like ArsBlog would get hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of spam comments every week. Uh, the Arses don't have that. As well as that, when ArsBlog changed from being manually written to uh, blogging software called WordPress, we had to figure out a way. I say we had to figure out a way of of uh, getting the Arses integrated into the WordPress software. And Tom did that in, in about an hour's time. So he's uh, he's saved the day more than once. As well as that, uh, I really enjoy reading ArsBlog uh, as a reader when tom does the site when i go on holidays for example or if i'm away at a match or um, just too hungover to do anything uh, for me it's always nice to to come at the site as a, as a reader and, and see what he's got to say i'm glad that in recent times he's had some good blogs to write instead of horrible ones like after the champions league final but even then it's uh, top notch and uh, he does a great job Ars blog loves tom a moment's silence for tom I suppose we should have applause, but silence is just as well, because he's hes quite bald. Did I ever tell you that? You need to know that Tom is, that Tom is bald. So that's why Tom is the assistant manager of Arse blog. Now, the next question comes from somebody who calls themselves A.W.H. Via email, they said, I feel I must point out that my surname is Hawking, not Hawkins. If you don't stop getting it wrong, I'm going to wheel round your gaff with a fucking tire iron and go supernova on your ass. Well, charming. Who else could we get to, to answer this particular question but uh, the man himself?
2: Fight you, you can't even fight back. I know what my own fucking name is, you despicable prick. I will hunt you down and you cut you up, bitch. Oh yes.
1: Well, IWH, I, I hope that answers your question. Uh, that's it for this particular section. Don't forget, if you want uh, to leave a comment, go to the Ars blog page, click on the Cast link on the right-hand side. You'll find all the instructions there. If you want to send an email, uh, it's arscast at arsblog.com. That's arscast at arsblog.com. And that is just about that for another Arscast. Finally, as always, we've got our Bet of the Week. Uh, this time, Simon Wolf from bluesquare.com. That's www.bluesq.com. He said Gilberto scored two penalties against Spurs last week, and he can be backed at 14-1 to to score another penalty at Stamford Bridge this weekend. So 14-1 to if you fancy Gilberto to get a penalty at Stamford Bridge if the Russians haven't paid the ref enough uh, to prevent such a, a terrible thing happening at their home ground. Anyway, there you go. That's it another Irish cast over and done with. Thank you for listening. Thank you to classicfootballshirts.co.uk for their sponsorship. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye.